I love this episode already. Welcome to Love You Most. I just cannot wait to get into this. I just am feeling so good, so rejuvenated, so like, I don't know, just like so good. And I think it's because I'm on a girl's trip and I always feel so rejuvenated whenever I'm like hanging out with the girls, trying new things. And that's definitely what I'm doing this week. So if you're not following me on Instagram or TikTok, or YouTube, you probably don't know that I am actually in Gatlinburg, Tennessee with um, four other women. And it has been the best time. I had like a whole itinerary. We've done yoga. We went to the mountains and we just got back. I like showered and I'm just feeling like so cozy right now. The girls are making dinner upstairs and I'm just like sitting on my bed. And we're going to be talking about things I wish I knew in my 20s, which I think is perfect for this like week to talk about because we have had so many deep chats. Um, if you hear like lots of giggles, just know that that's the girls in the background, like literally upstairs. They're all like just chatting and stuff. And that's like the best feel. So I'm going to be getting back to it like pretty soon because we're having the best time. But one thing that I feel like I really missed out on when I was in my 20s was just having really good friends. So I feel very grateful for them. And I can definitely do an episode on friendship if you guys want that in the future. But for now, we're going to be talking about things I wish I knew in my 20s. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great episode. But before I get into that, I want to just like go into the reviews. You guys have been popping off in the reviews. Like, I don't know, every time I go and look at the reviews, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or whether it's on the Q&A like section on Spotify, you guys are always blowing me away by the nice things that you guys say. It just makes my heart feel so freaking happy. You guys left a little review on the um, podcast Q and a section. So I'm going to pull that up just so that I can read them. I always love to read them because it just, I don't know. I'm so grateful for you guys. And the only way people can find this, uh, podcast is through your reviews. And one of you guys left a review on the episode that says the secret to living your best life. And you guys said that I'm trying to pull it up right now. You said, Um, amazing episode. I love the format of your episodes. It feels like a natural conversation. Thank you so much. That's literally what I wanted to feel like. Like, oh, I just wanted to feel like just we're hanging out and I don't know, it's hard to make that like happen when I'm not talking to anyone, but I feel like if I can do it on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, I can for sure do it here. So I'm glad that it feels that way. Let's get into the Q and a segment before we get into like, um, like the meat of the episode. I think that that'll be nice to kind of switch things up. I like kind of moving things around. You guys asked four questions and I did put up the Q and a box, I think on like a Wednesday, which I normally put it up on Monday. So I didn't get nearly as many questions as I usually do, but I still appreciate those of you who did ask really good questions. And one of the questions you asked was, what do you want to be remembered for? And the first thing I thought of when you guys asked that was I want to be remembered for my kindness. I want to be remembered for how I was loving towards others and I made people feel included and I don't know. I think back to, there was this girl who went to my church and she also went to the school that was like in my district. And you guys know that I was homeschooled, but I hung out with a lot of like friends who went to the same school. And I think she ended up getting cancer like later down the road. And I think she like passed away. And uh, I'm sure that she's dancing up in heaven with the angels because she was truly so, so sweet. And I remember when we were in high school, 
people were not nice to her. Like she was so sweet and people would be like, oh my gosh, like she's annoying or oh my gosh, here she comes. Like, let's like try to like get away from her. So she like doesn't talk to us. And I remember that I wasn't mean to her by any means, but I wasn't really nice either. And I think it's so easy for us to just be kind of like neutral or in the middle. Like, and I don't think that we should be that way. Like I want to always make people feel warm and happy and so, so welcomed. And granted I was in like middle school then. So, I mean, when you're going through like changes in your body and you don't know who you are, I feel like it's so easy to try to like blend in with the crowd. Cause you don't want to be the person who's isolated. But now that I think on it and I think back on this often, I think a lot about how I was not like someone who was like kind and I was not welcoming and I was not like, I don't know, talking to her with open arms. And I wish that I had been. And so things like that really like are monumental in my life. And I don't want to have any more experiences like that where I look back and say like, man, I wish that I did things differently in this like, I don't know, specific um, type of what's the word? Like, I don't want to look back and be like, I wish I was nicer to this person or I wish I was more kind to this person. Cause I think that that's like the bare minimum. Like the bar is literally on the floor. Like, I don't know. It's not asking a lot to just be nice to people, especially people who are already nice to me. So that's one thing that I really want to be remembered for is just being kind and open and loving and feeling like a friend to everyone. Another question you guys asked was, what is my favorite food to cook? And I don't know, I think that that's a tricky question because I love spaghetti. I think it's just because it gives me that like nostalgic feel because I feel like every like black family had that like staple meal. And I feel like a lot of those staple meals are spaghetti because they're affordable, they feed a lot of people and they taste really good. So that just like gives nostalgic vibes. But I do like making steak because Brady absolutely loves devouring steak. And I like making food for people that like makes them like happy. But I don't know, I'm not like obsessed with cooking. Like I like good meals. So that's why I cook, but I just am not like really obsessed with it. Honestly, one day I would love to get like my own private chef. That would be actually the dream. Another question you asked was how do you plan your friends trips? Is there a budget? How often? Love to hear the details. So let's get into the nitty gritty of this since I'm literally on the trip right now. I'm always the planner for the trips, period, point blank, period. And I think it's because I'm very organized. So um, but to start out the trip, usually I write down like 20 people that I would want to come on the trip. And this is the easiest way I think to do the trips, but it wouldn't work for everyone because like, I don't know, it kind of takes a little risk, I guess I'd say. So usually what people do is they'll like text a bunch of people and say, Hey, like, do you want to go on a trip? And people will say, yeah, yeah. And then you, then you like put out a date and people are like, ah, I don't know. Like it might work for me. It might not. Like, I'm not really sure. Like, you know, whatever. And then it just like never gets out of the group chat. So this is how to get your friend trip out of the group chat. Literally book a place, like book a hotel, book an Airbnb. And I do think that with this idea, you do have to kind of, again, take risk because if you're booking something, you are not 110% sure that like someone's going to like show up. But one thing that's nice about Airbnb is you can like cancel your res your reservation and get all of your money back if, if it's within 48 hours. Um, but I've actually never had to cancel anything just because like the way that I do this, I feel like it works really well. So I always book like um, an Airbnb, usually that's what I do instead of like a hotel. I'll book an Airbnb and I try to get it to be pretty affordable. So like I've went to Lakes of the Ozarks and I went for like five days 
four nights and it held 12 people, the Airbnb that I went to for my birthday. And I want to say it was like $1,200, which I'm not saying that that's cheap because it's definitely not cheap. But if you split it with 12 people, like it's definitely going to be really affordable. I mean, you know, thinking about that price, like for 12 people is great. Now, if it's one person, not so great, but there are cheaper options. Even than that, I think you just have to go to more like rural areas, which is why you guys see me like going on a lot of cabin trips. Um, and like a lot of just like, uh, trips that I feel like are kind of in the middle of nowhere. Cause you can get like cheaper Airbnbs, but Gatlinburg is actually a really great place because I can drive there. It's like nine hours from where I am. So I just fill up the tank. Usually I just have to fill up like three times, I think in total. And I think to fill up my tank, it's like around maybe 40 bucks, uh, $37, $39, somewhere in there. And then uh, like once you get to Gatlinburg, there are so many places to stay, but also like we went out to eat last night and I think we spent like $24 a person and we got so much food. We got appetizers, like three appetizers, like just so much food, but it's a really affordable place. So we come here every year and here they actually have tons of affordable options. We stay somewhere that's a little bit pricier because I really like having our own bathrooms just because I think it's easier, especially if you like, I don't know, just need your space. We're all like creators, but I've also traveled with people who aren't creators and like, it's just nice to have your space. But if you are like, you know, wanting to look for more affordable options, they have them. Literally, I think our first trip, we went to an Airbnb where I wanna say there were like six of us that came and the six people that came, I think we only ended up spending like $200 a piece for like a full week. And it was a huge house. So it definitely could have held more than six people. But I think what I liked about it was like, obviously I could drive, but since Gatlinburg has like so much additional space, I could have had more people in the Airbnb. So anyway, long story short, book the Airbnb yourself. I would say try to get somewhere that's cheap because if like worse comes to worse and you have to like go on the trip by yourself, that's fine. You can just take a vacation literally on your own. Like this is the year we are not waiting on people to do fun things. Like literally like stop waiting on people to like have fun. Like, and I think that people know that I'm the type that I'm going regardless. And a lot of people don't want to like put money behind something if they think it's going to fall through. And so like when people, like when I invite people on a trip, they know like whether they're going or not, I'm still going to go. And so I think that that helps people feel comfortable to actually like go and plan to do the trip. So I booked the place. After I booked the place, I send out a message to usually like way more people than I can actually fit in the house. Usually like 20 people or something. Sometimes I'll send it to my cousins, sometimes my siblings, sometimes I'll send it to like friends, just like whoever, whoever I think would be fun to go on this trip. And then I usually say in the message, like, hey, I booked a place in Gatlinburg. It holds like six, you know, people or however many it holds. It holds seven people, it holds whatever. And I usually don't say like the exact amount. I usually just say like two people less because it's kind of nice sometimes, like having a little less than the amount that you want. Because I think sometimes Airbnbs, they like push it to the max. They'll be like, it holds 20 people. And it's like, no, it definitely doesn't. It definitely holds way less. So, I always um, send out a text and I say, hey, I booked a place in where I booked it. Would love to have you join. Whoever pays the amount for this trip first can get like their choice of the bedroom first. And people love to pick their bedroom, like love, love, love to pick their bedroom. I always send a little graphic and it'll have like a picture of the Airbnb, picture of some of the fun stuff that we'll do. And so like for this trip, before I sent out that text, I actually booked a few things. I booked... Um, a yoga session, which is only $22 a person. 
And then, or maybe it was like 20 bucks a person. And then I also booked, um, or no, 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 I take that back. I didn't book it. I said that this total would include a yoga session and it'll also include an escape room. And I hadn't booked them yet, but I told them that it would include that. So I gave them the price total of what it would be to have a yoga session, to have an escape room, and to also have the Airbnb all included in one. So they, if they pay that, they're going to get that on the trip. And then I make a little itinerary. I don't send that until after people have like officially like paid and stuff, but that always gets people to pay like ASAP. Like I kid you not, people are like running because they're like, oh, I want the room with the best view or, oh, I want the biggest room or, oh, I want, you know, whatever. Like no one wants the bunk beds, you know, no one wants the basement room. So I have never really had much of an issue with that. There's been one time where literally no one was like able to go and I just went by myself and it was like so fun. So I don't know. This is the year that you try to do things and you do it regardless of whether people come or not. And, um, I don't usually have like a specific budget, but if it's somewhere that is like somewhere I really want to go and it's like in close proximity to my friends, I feel like it's more likely that people will go. Now, if I'm like, Hey guys, let's go to Cabo, like fly out of the country. That's probably not going to be as likely, you know? So that's kind of the like, full um little like deets on how to plan your trip but if you guys want more like details because i plan all the trips with friends um with me and brady like i literally do all the planning i'm super organized i do party planning like i used to want to be an event planner so if you want like um more like tips on like how to plan things like that let me know i will do a whole episode on it you also asked what am i currently reading and guys i'm reading so many books like so many books. I feel like we shouldn't even have a bookish section in this because I'm reading so much and I will just tell you what I'm reading right now. So I just finished Click Cute by um, Meryl Wilsner. It was very cute, um, hence the name. And I rated that one three stars. I'm also reading Done and Dusted by Layla Sage. I'm reading Luca by Gray Huffington. I'm reading Greenwood Park by Catherine Faulkner. I'm reading Completely Complete Me, which I've been reading that for months. So I don't really like, I'm not obsessed with that book, but I just kind of want to finish it because I'm almost done. It's by Jay Kenner. And then I'm also reading Dear Black Girls by uh, Asia Wilson. So many books, like so many. But the book Dear Black Girls is a memoir, which I told you guys I want to read more fiction and memoirs this year. It's so good. Like so good. I'm really enjoying it. It just came out. And what I think I like most about it is it feels like a diary. And that's the kind of memoir that I like to read. Like I don't really like reading memoirs that feel like stuffy or like boring, you know? And it feels like she's talking to you like just as a friend. Like every chapter starts out with Dear Black Girls and it ends with Sincerely Asia Wilson. And she talked about how she was invited to her best friend's birthday party as a kid. And her friend was like, hey, you might have to sleep outside because my dad doesn't like black people. She also talked about how she was bad at basketball and now she's in the WNBA and has won like Olympic medals and stuff. And so it was cool to see like I don't know. She started, I think, playing basketball at 13, which is kind of late, like if you're going to play in the WNBA. So it was cool to see that she was like able to become so successful later in life. And I feel like it's a reminder that we don't have to like, I don't know, figure out stuff super early on, you know, like we can come into our own like late, a little bit later in life. I'm also reading Luca by Gray Huffington and loving it so much. It is such a heartfelt book. I already am ordering the second one. Like, I think I just ordered it. It looks really good. It's about um, the main character, Luca's sister. That's what the second book's about. Greenwood Park is a thriller. I haven't gotten into it a ton, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, what I've read so far. 
And yeah, so that's what I'm reading. And I think that that's like enough on the bookish section because literally that's so many books. And then you, someone asked the best advice on guys. And I would say the best advice for if you're like trying to get in a relationship or be with a partner is to learn to love yourself and be okay being alone. And that sounds weird because you're like, well, how the heck is that going to get me a partner? But the thing is, is when you learn to love yourself and you're fine being by yourself, I feel like that's when people naturally gravitate towards you because you're not like seeking them out. You know, it's like you're fine with or without them. Like you're having the time of your freaking life. And I feel like, like, you know, that girl who's like at the party having so much fun, laughing loudly, like, you know, just like having a blast. She's the one that people are gravitating towards. They're like, oh, like her vibe is like fun. Like I need to be around her. And I think that the more we become not necessarily center of attention, but the more we become comfortable with ourselves and love ourselves more, the more that people, friends, relationships, whatever naturally is like, ooh, like I like that person. Like, ooh, I want a little bit of like what she or he has to rub off on me. Like, I want to be around them. Like, you know, those people that you just naturally gravitate towards, I feel like a lot of it is because they're comfortable and confident in who they are. And they also really love themselves. And so, I don't know. I think that that's just like a really big thing. That's like, I don't know, not talked about enough about how to like get with someone in a relationship. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the things that I like wish I knew in my twenties. I feel like there's so many things, but these are the things that I think really stand out the most. Um, and I've done episodes like this before, like things that I've learned in my thirties and like things I wish I knew in my twenties and I'll continue to do episodes like this as long as you guys enjoy them. I feel like there's so many things, but I can't say all the things I wish I knew in my twenties in one episode. Otherwise it would be so freaking long. So I try to break it up to make it like, um, a little bit easier for you guys to like digest. And the first thing I wish I knew in my twenties is that twenties is that no amount of time will turn the wrong person or the wrong partner into the right one. And I think sometimes we're like, man, if we just wait on this person to be better, they'll be the right person for me. But like, I don't think that that's true because I think that, I mean, maybe not hundred percent of the time, but 99% of the time who you like start dating is probably like a large part of who they will be in the end. And not to say that they can't change or grow. Cause I definitely think that they can, but I think that a large, like, um, a lot of their traits will still continue to be the exact same. And so I don't know, I really, really encourage you not to wait on someone to be better, become better. You don't have that kind of time to waste. Like, especially when you're in your twenties, like you could literally be with anyone and like travel anywhere and do anything. And there's a million freaking fish in the sea. Let go of that one sloppy, smushy fish. Like you just pick up another one. There's so many more out there. And another thing I wish I knew in my 20s is that the right person isn't going to love you any less for being yourself. And I think this would have hit home for me if someone had told me this in my 20s that I like really like trusted and respected because I was trying so freaking hard to be like the cool girl and to be like, like, oh, I'm going to wear American Eagle and Hollister and like, I'm going to wear this and like, I'm going to straighten my hair. I'm going to do this and that. And I remember there was this guy I like went on a date with. And I remember we ended up back in his house and I remember we sat like on his bed and he was like showing me like something, I think like a movie or something. And I remember like he said something kind of like, like, oh, like I don't want to like do anything or something. 
I'm like, that's fine. I literally didn't want to either. Like, I don't know what you thought or who you thought I was or like what you thought this was, but like, I'm just here to hang out. Like, I'm just here to chill. And I remember like leaving there and kind of having like the ick, not with him, but just like almost with myself because I was thinking like, I was so not myself on that date that this person just like had no grasp at like what I would have wanted or what my interest was or what my intent was with us like going on a date. And I don't know. I think that if we show who we truly are, the right person is going to love every bit of who we are. And another thing I wish I knew in my twenties is that it's okay to let yourself be broken because one day you will heal. And I think that that one's kind of self-explanatory because I don't know. It's, it feels like we can't fall apart sometimes in our twenties. Like it feels like we have to keep everything together and we have to like not cry too much. And we have to like be the strong person and be there for everyone else. But like, it is okay to fall apart. It's okay to be broken. It's okay to cry because one day you will heal and you'll look back and be like, man, that was a hard time, but I'm so glad I got through it. And another thing I wish I knew in my twenties is that you don't have to wait until things are perfect to start. And this is a big thing that I feel like Every creator, every entrepreneur, every person starting a new job, every person moving to a new city, every person who's trying to just like do something different needs to hear. You do not need to wait until things are perfect to start. Just start. Just take out that camera. Just put the gas in the car and drive. Just do the thing. And I know it's scary. I know it feels like it's not going to work out, but if it doesn't work out, you will literally be in the exact same spot you're in right now. You'll be at ground one. You'll be at zero. Like you will be at nothing. And that's fine. Like if it doesn't work out, I feel like there's always another option. And I think sometimes we're so scared that it's not going to work out and that we're going to fail that we just don't want to try. But I think that the trying is part of the journey. And I actually saw a quote from one of you guys, you left it on an Instagram post and you said, um, what did you say? It was something so profound. I literally can't even think of it, but I will put it on the Instagram post for tomorrow because it literally, like, I was just shook whenever I saw it. And it was something like, if you don't even start, like you will 110% like not win the game or something like that. Like I'm literally butchering it, but Oh, it was like, you can't even get in the game if you don't even start or if you don't even like, I don't know, I'm literally butchering it. I will put it on the Instagram post for um, Friday. So make sure you guys head over to the Instagram post so you can like see the quote because it was very, very profound. Another thing I wish I knew in my 20s is that your body will force you to rest if you don't if you don't rest. So prioritize rest today. I said rest a lot in that, but you get what I'm saying. Like I feel like in college I would run myself to the ground and that is so unhealthy. And I wish that I would take more breaks and more rest. And you deserve that. Another thing I wish I knew in my twenties was to surround yourself with people who care about you and lift you up instead of bring you down. And that is something that I'm really like digging my heels in on this trip because I almost was thinking as I was here, I was like, it's wild how much fun I'm having with this group of friends. And I wish younger 20 year old Shaughnessy would have known that she'd have friends like this, friends that accept her for who she is and friends that make her feel loved and friends that make her feel like she belongs and friends that like, don't make her feel like she's less than like, I don't know. And surrounding yourself with people who actually care about you and who lift you up and who encourage you and who love you makes all the difference. And I think that you should wait for those friends. And if you don't have those friends, let go of the other ones. Like they do not deserve to be in your life. 
And another thing I wish I knew in my 20s is that it's harder to get what you want in life if you don't believe you deserve what you desire. And I think that's just because mentally, if we don't think we deserve it, like we are not going to really take the steps to get it. Like maybe we'll like say, oh, I'm going to try this, but we're not going to go full out. You know, we're not going to go all in. And I think when we really think that we deserve what we like desire, that's when we really put all of our effort and energy into whatever that thing is. And so I want to encourage you, you deserve all that your heart desires. You deserve everything that you're like dreaming of. And it can be possible for you. Like, especially if someone else can do it, you can definitely do it too. And another thing I wish I knew in my twenties is to not waste my energy or your energy trying to get other people's opinion of you to change. If they think that you're crappy, annoying, if they think that you're mean, if they think that you're X, Y, and Z, and you're not that, let them think it. Let them think that because it's like has no bearing on your life. Like, and I don't know. I wish that in high school someone had told me that because I was so like. I would bend over backwards to be like, I hope this person likes me. I hope that this person doesn't misconstrue what I'm trying to say or what I'm trying to get across. Or I hope that they don't think of me this way because I did this thing. And I would just overthink everything that I said and did. And you just shouldn't waste your energy on people like that. Because if someone truly knows your intentions and is a friend of yours, they're going to see the best in you or at least try to. And another thing, and the last thing I wish I knew in my 20s, is that it's okay to spend more time figuring yourself out. You don't have to know exactly who you are or what you want today. And I want you to really like sit with that one because I feel like that one is one of the most important things that I've shared today. Just because I just think everyone in their 20s tries to pretend like they're super rich and they're all traveling over the country or out of the country and they're all you know, having the best time and they're all not sad and they're all having the best jobs and the most friends and they have the best relationship. And that is just not true. I promise you that probably 90% of people in their twenties are literally hating it. And if they're not hating it, then at some point in life, they probably are going to struggle and maybe they won't hate it, but there's going to be a part that is hard for them because that's just life. And it's okay for you to just like figure things out. You don't have to like I don't know, know exactly where you're going to go, what you're going to do, who you're going to be with, whether or not you're going to go to Cabo or have a relationship or have the coolest job or make a ton of money or whatever. You can still live a full life not knowing what you're going to do or what life is going to look like for you. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you most more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.